0: Sir, how can inspiration be so effective that it changes the life of a person? Persons, Praveen, have no inspiration. They only have expiration. Do you know what is meant by inspiration? That in spirit, you are very core. When it arises from there, only then it can be called an inspiration. In spirit. Are we ever inspired? Really? No. We keep expiring. That is why the saints have said that you die a thousand deaths before you physically die because we always expire. Inspiration means when you really know not when you have heard read or thought about it and it has stopped at that the person Is made up of the world, he can have no inspiration. He has nothing actually that can take control of him and comfort him and relax him. He is always at the mercy of the outside perfected by and in between a thousand forces because a person is asking this question that is why the person is asking how can inspiration be so much or whether inspiration can be so much all this is the lexicon, the tongue of the person. In the wiring of the person, there are only movements and processes and reaching and doubts. So he will firstly ask whether and then he will ask how. Inspiration is about being totally possessed. Inspiration is about giving your complete command to something that you are not. And when we are talking of completeness then it cannot happen in doubt doubt means 100% cannot happen doubt means something will be reserved inspiration is not for those who ask for why and how inspiration is when you drop all this mental veneer allow yourself to roam naked. Inspiration will not tell you what to do in your current circumstances. That is what we are looking for and that is the answer we often do not get, right? We say, my inner voice is not guiding me. Hmm? It cannot guide you. You say, I am confused and I do not get an answer from within. You will never get an answer from within. Because inspiration, I repeat, is not for the person. You can never be inspired. You will never get that internal guidance. It is not for you. You are condemned to remain a slave of the world. All power arises from within. In the moments when you will desperately need that power, you will find there is no power. You may keep thinking you have become powerful but in your moments of need you will go hungry. Sitting over here in this room you may be full of concepts about strength and power and the rest of it. But come at the moment and you are trembling. Come at the moment and you are weak and weeping. Because inspiration is not for you. You are the one who wants to continue as you. How can you have inspiration? I said inspiration is for those who roam naked. You first turn naked. And then you will know. If your aim is to... Preserve yourself. Then do not forget that all preservation happens in the world. When you say I want to preserve myself. Where do you want to preserve yourself? In the world. Where else? So all the tools and techniques and the oil and the jar and the spices for preservation. All the preservatives will only come from outside. Because that's where you want to preserve yourself. Why do you ask for inspiration? Inspiration is dangerous. Inspiration is dangerous. Inspired, you will not achieve your objectives. Inspired, first of all, you will cast away the man who wanted to achieve You really want to be inspired. No. You want theories, doctrines, concepts. You want some helping hand from the society. Who can take you as far as he went. A person wants to go person's way. A person doesn't want to go the divine way. You only want to go as far as your neighbor has gone. Maybe a step ahead. You only want to go as far as your senior has gone. You don't even have real ambition. And left to yourself, you will find you have nowhere to go. Inspiration leaves you with yourself. to go as far as is possible for a human being do you know how far a human being can go do you know what heights can be scaled that's what I call as real ambition we live lukewarm lives two kids, two BHK flat two cars, two air conditioners, two husbands that's all is there anything more that you want? Anything more? Two jobs from the campus? That will fill up your heart. Two wives? Hmm? Maybe a mistress or a concubine? It's alright, but... Anything more that you want? Two bank accounts? One for white money? Two flats, one for living, one as an asset. Anything more that you want? You don't have any ambition. You know how much is possible. You'll have to expire. really expire, not in the sense of being influenced from outside. And how much you are besotted, how deeply you care for your your two pairs of slippers. 24 hours you are preoccupied with thinking about these things, are you not? My two husbands, my two kids, what to do with them. Is there anything else that fills up your mind? Honestly. You have two jobs, two kids, two houses, two cars, two pairs of slippers, two pairs of undergarments, anything else that fills up your mind? That's the extent of your living. You think you live? Is that all to living? Do you have any ambition? You talk about achievement, Prameen. Do you have any hunger for achieving, really? Had you had any hunger, how could you have settled for so little? Had you really wanted to know, how could you have gone to all the imbeciles? Two meals a day? enough. And go get it. If you think that's all to live in. You know what the word brahma means? It means more. Seriously, it means more. It means the ever expanding. It means that which can never really be contained. And your desires are so petty. Two vacations are here. Third is not even desired. It doesn't occur to you. That there could be an year long vacation. It doesn't occur to you. Or does it? You want to know who you are. What are your dimensions? Just ask yourself, what am I thinking about all day? That's what you are. Don't fool yourself. The maid doesn't come one day, you spend half the day thinking about her. Is that so or not? That's what you are. The thinker of the maid. That's the scope of your being. The kid is unwell for two hours and you do not know which way to go, that's what you are. One little tiff with the husband and you are totally shaken up, thinking about it for two days, that's what you are. What else? That's the scope of your being. Do you have any ambition? what is it that you have been thinking of? Half of you are thinking about this tea that is kept here. That is the breadth and depth of your being. The radius of the cup and the depth of the cup. Yes! And if that cup has liquor, you will think about it for two days and weep your heart out that's the depth of your existence have you ever thought of what all fills you up shakes you up dominates you have you ever seen that take today as an example from morning till now what have you been thinking of what have you not been thinking Taxi charged you 50 rupees extra. And you think about it for half an hour. Which dress to wear. At least 15 minutes. What food to make. That fills your mind up for 4 hours a day. Somebody has said a few things to you. And you remember it for 2 months. That's what is. Life. Will inspiration allow you to remain this way? Yes. The inspired man forgets this rubbish. And because this rubbish is what we are, the inspired man actually forgets himself. That's what I meant when I said that he allows himself to be possessed. His world is different, his topics are different, his attention is different, he is not thinking about the things that you keep thinking of. He is here, he is never somewhere else. He has no topic really to think of. What have you been thinking of? What do you keep thinking of? Sir, do we need any source to inspire us? Because whatever you have said, Uh, I concluded this thing that uh, Inspiration comes from inside You do not need any source outside of you for inspiration because inspiration is totally totally yours. Any source outside of you can have just one utility cut you off from all other sources outside of yourself. Nobody brings you back to yourself because you are already there. Remember this. But because you are attached to and captivated by a thousand sources outside of yourself another external source can have only this much utility. What is the utility? Cut you off from everything that is external. He cannot give you anything that is internal. It is impossible. He can never inspire you because inspiration is yours. But he can tell you that you are mistaken. He can tell you that you are too attached to your roles. He can tell you that you have ventured too far away. And now you are almost lost. He can tell you, you must go back. But he cannot give you a house. Why? You already have a house. And he doesn't have a spare one. (laughs) That's the role of the external. Are you getting it? The day, there is nothing... To cut you off from. The external is left with no utility either. Hmm? The day your madness disappears. The teacher also disappears.
1: Like so, uh, you said... Uh look at the things that you think about all day and this has come to us many come to me at least many times like look at the day what you have been
0: thinking that you are and in last session we discussed about a realization being that oh and see in when you say i see but the oh never
1: What
0: is it that stops that from happening? The O is very intimate. It is very, very intimate. The real fun of bicycle riding cannot be there till it is at the back of your mind that somebody is supporting the bicycle from behind. The fellow might not actually be supporting. He may have enabled you and left you long back. But it is still at the back of your mind that I have a support from behind. The O will come when you will turn back and find that you are all on your own. And still riding. And you are a good rider. Thank you. It's not a faint o. It's a very visceral o. Arising right from your guts, from here. Oh,
1: it's
0: not a nice, sweet o. Hmm? So look back and see that you are on your own. You have always been on your own. There is nobody supporting your bicycle. So nobody can actually make you fall off. You are already on your own. You are just imagining that a lot of other people are there to support you. By thinking that you are being supported You open yourself to weakness. Realize that you are already not being supported. How can somebody take away the support when there is no support, hence there is no reason to fear? It's almost like a potato popping out of your mouth. Something that was stuck in your throat, and it just pops out. Whatever I am saying is not very useful at all. Fact of the matter is, you already know all this, but you have to accept that you already know till the time you keep thinking that here is some authority with some special ability or knowledge dishing it out to you you will comfortably hide behind your concocted ignorance you make me special so that you can comfortably remain a juvenile you can very comfortably claim that you know I'm not yet there, so. Or I don't understand. Yeah, he talked about freedom, but because I don't understand freedom, so how can I act free? You'll have to accept that you understand everything. For that, you'll have to look back over your shoulder and see that there is nobody. And there is the way ahead long way ahead you have to ride on your own all on your own right there is no teacher behind you teachers actually don't exist you are on your own it helps you right to keep looking at me Hmm? that helps you not look at yourself I
1: think a few days back i suddenly like was uh, saying that i open facebook i see you i um, open up some kind of something i see like your photo is everywhere
0: like uh, even like whatever i kind of browse or something And you use that photo to remind yourself that you do not know. And somebody else uses that photo to remember that he already knows. It depends on what you do with my photo. You can do a thousand things using my photos. There are photos of all (laughs) shades and flavors. (laughs) I have no control. <laughs> there was one photo in which I was giving Dhongra Diksha Kundan. AKGC students used that photo, that photo went viral to prove that he is a fallen man, see he smokes. It depends what you want. <laughs>
1: So you talked earlier about uh, when you are talking about our own limited ambitions you talked about actual hunger, what is our actual ambition I've been always confused like I want to do something as of today and it is attached to this world so is that the wrong thing to have or?
0: No, it is not wrong, it is just pity
1: How do I, like if I take that away from my today's existence i don't want to take that away because then i will not have the drive if today i wake up in the morning i work for it one how do i take that attachment away that i don't want to give it up and then if i do give it up won't i be just aimless absolutely directionless i get up and do what
0: if you do that tomorrow obviously you will be endless hmm? And that won't be a good feeling. The way you look at yourself, you require those aims. So you will surely feel aimless. But at the same time, how does it feel to be with aims?
1: Am I discontented? Till the time I don't get it and once I get it then my aim or objective I am talking about me as a person shifts to something else and I am again discontented
0: So what continues? always
1: discontentment
0: Discontentment that continues So why move around so much? Why exert yourself so much? If discontentment is all that continues, then just sit and remain discontented.
1: I feel better at least I'm trying or I've achieved one thing and then move to something. Knowing
0: fully well that it all amounts to nothing.
1: Maybe
0: that's how I measure my words. So, it's an apology. Right? Knowing fully well that I do not know the answer to a question, I write a story. Hoping something might come to me out of this. Well, I know. I know out of my understanding and I know even from experience that it means nothing. I know from my internal honesty that it will take me nowhere. We are addressing that. And hence this entire discussion is useful for those who have come to that point of seeing their discontentment. The ones who are so terribly unaware that they don't even know how it feels will actually not be able to make much sense of what we are saying. So it's good to go beyond your little ambitions. You know, one has this daily routine and one is well settled with it and doesn't want anything beyond it or the desire to go beyond is very feeble and then there are those who actually do step a little ahead. And then they discover something, they say, we are as discontented right now as we were within the boundaries of our home. We thought that we are dissatisfied, incomplete, because we are living a very ordinary life. But here is a life a little less ordinary and yet the discontentment is unabated. It is just the same. Now they have a question what is this happening our entire life we were living in the assumption that if we move then there will be some reason for satisfaction we thought that we are dissatisfied because we do not move and we are stagnating and you know but here is a surprising observation Those who are stagnating are dissatisfied and more dissatisfied are those who are moving. Then they want to know, then they want to understand what is happening. The very assumption of living is under question. The very foundation on which we base our lives might be wrong, misplaced. That is terrifying. And that is also the possibility of redemption. Because now your foundation has been tested, tested and proven dubious. Now you want to do something about it. You see, I live in a house of cards. With no foundation and no stability or longevity. But that house has never been tested. A cyclone might be a good and auspicious thing for me. It it tests my house and my house is my life. It is my mind, my world. Now it has been tested. It is not that just the cards have been proven to be weak or not attached to each other. What has been shown is that there is no Cementing, no cohesion, present in my life either. So this observation, this realization that discontentment is all that I have. This penetrates everything that I have, everything that I am, every breath that I take. Because all is based on a mental foundation. All is based, if you would put it this way, on an assumption. That hypothesis is not acceptable, it is shown and if it is not acceptable then we need a different ground for living. Then we need a different base, a different foundation of living altogether. This model of achievement, and satisfaction arising from achievement. This model itself is junk. And if this model is junk, I can't eat, I can't wear, I can't live because everything was based on this model. All the economics, polity, family, concepts of progress, Concepts of good life and redemption, all of them depend on this. And if this is junk, then by subscribing to this, my life is junk. So one is lucky if this occurs to her. But if it occurs, then you cannot continue in the same way without taking a lot of pain. The more you continue, the more is the suffering. It becomes inevitable that you strike new ground which is available, which is not very difficult, which is available. But like everything that involves a change or a movement it is a little turbulent. The process shakes one up. One has to have a strong mind, a large heart to live through it and then live by it. Hmm?
2: Uh, no. Question uh, in the continuation of this question uh, there is something which is in the life is essential and non-essential and uh, most of the time what have I seen in me that if uh, I am not greedy then the fear is not there and then the fear is not there then automatically by all these it results a kind of delusion or or in other way I can say that suffering is not there so one state is this in which I everything is up to the mark now when this state disappears again it may be the result of that again the greed is there because of the insecurity both of the things and uh, The more I'm feeling insecure, then I become more greedy. So this. And then at times what happens when the other stage was there, I what I feel that there's not much required in life. Everything is okay. Enough. And in now in the second stage, it appears like that I am compromising with the essential. And then then वो जो एक और बड़ा कंपैरिजन of हो जाता है कि एक जो पहली वाली थी, तो एक
0: कि ह जल्दी बताइए इनमें का चाय कम थी या ज्यादा थी
1: हम्म
0: कप में चाय कम कब होती है
1: जब हैं
0: जब होती है चाय ठंडी कब लगती है Sabzi suki gavtiya. Sabzi hutti gav die. It is only when it becomes an issue. It is only when the essential that you started off with is no more the issue. जब तक बातचीत को सुन रहे थे, तब तक चाय ठंडी थी क्या? और चाय ठंडी है। जल्दी बताओ। चाय ठंडी कब हुई? जब उस पे ध्यान गया पर the way is no way। जिस शब्द जिस धयान गया, way गायब हो गया। ऑब्जेक्ट का मतलब ही यही होता है कि अब वो बुरा लगेगा एग्जैक्टली exactly इसीलिए क्योंकि उस पे ध्यान चला गया है बुराई ऑब्जेक्ट में नहीं है बुराई इस बात पे है कि ध्यान उस पर गया क्यों Truth spirituality are not there to give you nice and better dreams. Previously my dreams used to be dry. No, that's not (laughs) a (laughs) good (laughs)
1: example.
0: Are you getting it? they are there to wake you up but we are so surrounded with experiences that even the worth of this is measured only as an experience how do I feel about it you may feel miserable about it, how does it matter? It's your problem. Somebody says, you may use my photo for anything, that is your problem. You may keep thinking of the tea, it is your... These are not meant to be experiential things because experience is your, all yours. Have we not said a thousand times? Your experiences are nothing but your own self. That is why experiences are different. How you feel upon coming in contact with the truth is a non-issue. In fact, if you have started feeling, then that is an issue. The content of the feeling is immaterial. The arousal of the feeling is a danger sign. You may feel very good upon attending the session. Danger. Why did you feel? Why did you feel? And you may feel very disturbed upon attending the session. That again is a danger sign. Not that you feel, felt disturbed, but that you felt at all. Why did you feel? Not that you will not feel at all. Why did you give weightage to the feeling? Why did you think that the feeling is important? On one hand you talk of the essential and then you talk of your feelings. Do you know what is important? Do you know what is important? The kid is given a shot. Hmm? An injection in his arm. What does he do? He cries. The adult is also given an injection in his arm. Does he cry? Because to the kid, all that is important is the the feeling, the experience. He doesn't like the experience. Something is piercing my body. I don't like the experience. He has nothing to do with the fact of it. It is a medicine. The adult also feels the same pain, right? Not that he doesn't feel violated. His skin is again pierced. But does he give weightage to the feeling? Does he give a to the feeling? Now we have an adult who is given a shot and he starts dancing. <laughs> and he says, you know. <laughs> <would do>
1: everything. <laughs>
0: hmm? Had he known the fact, how could he have danced? Even your positive experience doesn't mean anything. You may feel this way, you may feel that way. How does it matter? It is incidental that you like the taste of the medicine. Now will you thank the doctor for that? Your medicine tastes really good. <laughs> will you thank the doctor for the taste of the medicine? That it gives me a nice sensory experience. Thank
1: you for prescribing
0: The medicine does something else and you don't even know what it does. You cannot know what it does you live in experiences so even when you come to thank the doctor you thank only for the color and the taste you know that pink one that helped me choose the paint for my walls (laughs) Hmm? even when you are thanking the doctor your thanking is useless and when you are cursing the doctor see what you curse him for His hospital stinks. Why don't you have a better levatory in your clinic? You come here for the levatory? Seriously? But that's what happens, right? You have five-star hospitals today who charge you less for the treatment and more for the hospitality. You don't go there for your cancer. You go there for their commode. Their commode is more important than your cancer. Clean, nice, sparkling.